<laughs> that does not financial advice. Yeah, Dr. Phil, I screwed up. I panicked. I don't know what to say. What were you thinking? You sold all your Bitcoin? Welcome to the Crypto Whack Pack. Welcome to the Crypto Whack Pack. I am your host, Mark, also known as Sparky. I'm joined by Big Jim Thunder and the right-wing Frenchman. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> Applause for the right wing Frenchman. That's right. Yeah, where the fuck's he been? I'm Girl. sorry. I've been here. Just don't don't worry about it. <laughs> Spent the week in jail. Don't want to lie to you. <laughs> we know where he's from. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> this week, I, I have to tell you. So we've all been pretty active on Twitter. Uh, that's, that's kind of, uh, you know, I, th- I think that's kind of ha- fun for all of us, even though nobody really follows me or the right wing Frenchman. Um, but, uh, I think it's kind of cool. Like I'm new to Twitter, but I got to call people out. Um, I directly called out, um, uh, who was it? Uh, Peter, Peter Schiff. <laughs> and, uh, we also had our a-hole of the week. What was his name? Oh, Steve Hankey. Steve Hankey. I directly tweeted our, our video clip right at him. And I was like, Oh, did you? Oh, Dick Hankey. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I happen to know who the a-hole of the week is going to be this week. And I'm going to tweet it at him too, because he's on there. So I don't know what, what, what the problem is. I guess we should introduce who's our a-hole of the week. Asshole of the week is Mr. Scott Minard. Scott Minard. That's right. <laughs> He's a managing partner, global CIO, chairman of Guggenheim Investments. <clears throat> and the reason why I kind of picked him is because he flip flops at goddamn much. This is uh, uh, Mr. Scott Minard back in, uh, this is December. Uh, he said that, you know, he sees Bitcoin as being being worth about 400,000 per Bitcoin <clears throat> and explained why he felt that way and whatever and whatnot. And we talk about manipulation and stuff like that. And yeah. this is kind of some of the stuff they talk about because this is a, uh, these guys are in control of a shit ton of money. Can't remember exactly how much, but it's a lot. And a lot of people listen to people like this, you know? Right. And that, like I said, uh, he's, he's saying that it's going to be 400,000 by December uh, in December. And then just a couple months later, he he forecasted to be about six hundred thousand. Explains why everybody's got to get you some Bitcoin, you know. Uh, and then just a few months later, <laughs> he calls it tulip mania. Wow, what are you doing? You shouldn't be buying Bitcoin. And like I've said before, it's just manipulation. It's just so another. Yeah, it would seem to me that he's holding the door and inviting his buddies in um, yeah. while everybody else is selling or not buying. Yeah, I, I think uh, this is how they really feel. Yeah. And they were like, hey, uh, uh, we need a few minutes. You know what I mean? So they start saying stuff like this and comparing it to Tulip Mania. If anybody don't know what Tulip Mania is, I suggest you look into that. It's... Uh, it should be a, a basic Bitcoin term, really, at this point. Um, well, way, way back in the day, they had this tulips. I mean, you could literally trade a tulip for a house at one point in time because they thought that they were super valuable. 
And uh, this is a tweet that he uh, tweeted from Scott Minard, uh, uh, CEO of Guggenheim. Don't forget that. Guggenheim. Uh, crypto has proven to be a tulip mania as price, prices rise, tulip bulbs, and hashtag cryptocurrencies multiply until supply swamps demand and previous market uh, clearing prices. And now, as of yesterday, or I believe he, he sees Bitcoin. He actually said uh, 10000 The real bottom, when you look at the technicals, is $10,000. We'd be the real bottom, as he says. And, you know, that's probably a little extreme, so I'd say 15000 Yeah, Miner added that he wouldn't be in a hurry to uh, jump back into Bitcoin at $20,000. And not that the washouts in the market can take a couple of years to consolidate. I don't think people, yeah, he's going right yeah. and the people behind him and these guys at Guggenheim started a crypto fund. Why would they be doing that? You know what I mean? Right. If they don't see where this is headed. He can't get in trouble for that. You would think, right? But only Elon can tweet and and these guys can say it's just it's just the, the same old song and dance. Well, you'll have a bunch of bad news, price will drive down. Then a week or two later, you find out that all these companies accumulated. I'm going to say, Scott, after I tweet this at you, if you want to come on and talk to a couple of nobodies and tell us why you flip-flop like a fish on the <laughs> friggin' bank, we'll uh, we'll let you defend your, your stance. Yeah. yeah, sure. That'd be great, wouldn't it? <clears throat> but, yeah. But Scott Minard. He'll have to answer to the right-wing Frenchman. Yeah, well, yeah right. he will. <laughs> he is the asshole of the week. Oh yeah. All right. But on other news. Yes, sir. Going to the news. I want to talk about Theta? Let's talk about Theta. Theta, mainnet 3.0. We got another three days, dude. Three days, 19 hours. Pretty excited about it. So why isn't Theta going crazy right now? Theta is resting at about six and change, six, seven, somewhere around there. T fuels around 40 cents. Uh, just like anything else, it follows Bitcoin. You know, it's hard to, uh, okay. I think you are going to see a pop. Uh, theta, T fuel at 41 cents, Theta at 650, which in my point of view is a steal. Yeah. I'll tell you why. A few things. Theta was just awarded another patent application approval for USPTO decentralized. V uh, man, there's so much going on. I could do like two hours just on Theta. I really could. You probably should. You know, there's so much stuff that I've seen going on, and there's going to be some really, really big announcements here in about three, four weeks. And if you don't believe me, just listen to this man here real quick. I don't think um, I've ever been more excited about where we are as a project than right now, right? And, um, you know, and, uh, and, and the future is, I'm just ec ecstatic. I mean, I think there's so much that we haven't yet announced. We've got it queued up. We have major, major announcements coming up over the next two to four weeks. Um, and I wish I could share right here, right now, because I'm really, really excited. Um, but um, these are game-changing partnerships that will be announcing and i think and i think we're um we're, we're really excited about that that's mr uh mitch blue uh one of the leading guys at theta 
He looks like was, he was going to bust at the seams. Bust at the seams. Yeah, he's, he's pretty, whatever it is, he's, he's just scratching, trying to hold himself back. That's pretty good. Yeah, I've seen uh, videos of, uh, of uh, them going deeper and explaining about the NFTs and how important they are. And how everything from uh, music to movies to uh, like even live concerts, like concert tickets are going to be NFTs. Wow. And they might have like live events, like let's say uh, a boxing event or whatever. And uh, that's sold on pay-per-view. And one of the selling points that they can push toward, like like that Logan Paul Mayweather thing that just happened. Okay. The, the people that, that bought that pay-per-view, there's there's almost as many people that that uh, illegally watch that pay per view, and this is a way of stopping that. And right. if you don't think that that gets these people excited, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, right. Kind of like the opposite of what Napster did. You know what I mean? Right. This will give them the so like every pay per view buy or every concert ticket or every record sold is like an individual NFT. And cannot be duplicated digitally. Do you understand what kind of power that gives them back? Well, think think, say, about, think about like your favorite album, right? Like whatever album you have. Think about your favorite. I, I don't know. Let, let's pick like Pearl Jam versus or something like that, right? Like imagine if that was a limited release and there were only a hundred and. 100,000 of them released, right? And you can still listen to the songs because it's on streaming and all that stuff. But the person who owns the, one of those copies gets money for every song that's played or whatever. It's like, I see where yeah. this is going. Yeah. And another one was like the concert tickets. Again, you talk about Pearl Jam where I was saying they're at a, a concert and that concert is being viewed on theta you know what i mean or on tv and, and youtube and here and there and whatever and you bought a concert ticket and then somewhere during the concert they they, uh, they just announced that uh, every concert ticket's going to get a, a special nft of whatever limited you know what I mean? edition yeah and they could sell them nfts they could do you know what i mean the, the really the the sky's the limit with some of this stuff yeah it's very exciting. I mean, I can see why why they're so innovative that it's going to change. I think this is the thing that's going to change everything. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of other, you know, names involved in it, but it's like they're they're taking it by storm for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I like I said I can't see there's just so much going on and so much stuff that and so many big, huge companies that back them. And they got so many good people on the board. I mean, big companies from Verizon to Google to Sony to, you know, all that. Then people don't just, uh, you know, they see the potential for sure. And uh, it saves them money and is able to, uh, uh, I mean, video games. Like I said, the NFTs and video games. It's got, so, you know, play a uh, world of warcraft or whatever and then if you have this special nft that you know there's just so much that can be done so short term like next few months is your money on theta itself or t fuel t fuel t fuel it's gonna be both but i think uh 
I think T fuel because because of the the way the crypto market. I mean, we're down to like uh, ninety, a little bit less than a hundred thousand nodes. I've seen that all the way up to like one hundred forty thousand nodes, and I I'm not one hundred percent sure, but I think you need ten thousand uh, T fuel to run an edge node. I think, and a thousand to run a guardian node, and I think it's like a million or two million to run a validator. But yeah, I, I, I think July, it's, it's going to get bigger. And it depends on what else is coming. I also heard that the Tom Brady thing might be, uh, might be released on uh, Theta. Really? Just a rumor, but yeah. What's Mr. Brady doing? Mr. Brady? <laughs> He's uh, enjoying all that fucking Super Bowl money, right? Hanging out in Florida, winning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Fuck the box. All right. So, other news. Other news. Which one? bad news? Bad news. Gonna do some sad news. Uh, John McAfee. If anybody knows who he is, uh, antivirus creator. He's found dead in a prison cell in uh, Barcelona prison, Spain. Yeah. And already the. The conspiracy stuff goes on. <laughs> it is kind of conspicuous. Are, are we going to speculate or are we not going to speculate? Oh, let's get into speculation. All right. So I'm going to speculate. I'm going to speculate that as, as juicy as this might be, as much as we want it to be true that McAfee didn't kill himself, I really think that it's the ultimate troll and he set everything up so that he could build more controversy because this man was the absolute king of controversy, right? He loved it. Party, like he loved party. the, he bathed in trolling and everything else. So I, I don't know. I don't see it. I think, I think it's, I think it's his last publicity stunt. Everybody's quiet. I don't know. I, 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 honestly, I don't know. I lean a little bit towards the other way. I think he was a little bit too self-centered to do that. Not that he was a... I found him funny a little bit. Oh, Back yeah. in the day, I think we kind of got a you know tip of the hat a little bit to, to him because he, Absolutely. he was, he was kind of like the Michael Saylor back in the day. Yeah. And he's a very intelligent guy. He's not stupid. And he uh, he understood crypto and Bitcoin long before... Most other people did, and he's kind of responsible. He, he was the guy that I followed pretty intently back in 2017 and stuff like that. And 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 when he spoke, everybody listened. Kind of yeah. similar to what Elon or and and his tweets would move the market like Elon is doing yeah. now. They really did. And, and it was the game. But he he's uh he knows cryptography, like so he he seen Bitcoin was like oh. Everything's about to change. If you see some of his old videos in 2017 and stuff like that, he's saying things that that really took place, you know, in the past year or two, and said that they were coming and this is what's going to happen. And he was right. He he made a McAfee antivirus <clears throat> and then sold it to uh, to uh, Intel uh, for six and a half billion or seven and a half billion dollars back in the 90s. And and it very controversial. Supposedly, uh, 
uh, you know, uh, murder I mean, involved with some, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. And again, I don't know if that's a smear campaign on the guy because governments really did not, like, yeah. did not like him and he well, did not like paying taxes. He, well, he also filed to run for president several times, right? Twice. Yes. Yeah, twice. So, I mean, you, here's the thing. I can respect anybody that lives life on their own terms. McAfee was it, right? That guy was free spirit, wild, and absolutely, you know. The old swashbuckler. I mean, he was doing it. If, any, if nobody's ever seen uh, uh, this video, <laughs> I, I recommend it. I enjoy it. I think it's yeah. kind of funny. I mean, he's at 70-something years old, and he's still partying like a rock star. Yeah. Yeah, he was. And he's so, got all his hair. Yeah. How, how so, do you how do you, how do you party that hard and not look way worse than that? Right. I know it, he he he. Uh, I mean, all kinds of stuff. He he got in trouble for. He got in trouble for. Uh, I think he was in Bali or whatever, and got arrested for uh, having a yacht full of uh, weapons and firearms and and drugs and. He's wanted in two or three different countries for random things, and you know. But but again, uh, I he is a smart guy, and when anything like this happens, it's kind of sad a little it bit. It is, that, yeah. He, it's another. Make, it's, it's a supportive voice in the community going quiet, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so rest in peace to John McAfee. We'll give him the twenty-one gun salute. We can. Nice. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So, yeah, too bad for him and his family. His, his wife seems, uh, you know, pretty uh, avident that he didn't commit suicide. But yeah, people who don't I, know, I mention why he got put in jail to begin with. Oh well, he's one. They were going to end uh, indict him back, him back to the U.S. US. Yeah, for tax. Yeah. Purposes. Oh, but why was he in jail in Barcelona? Because uh, he was wanted in so many different countries, I think. They had the hell with it and brought him in. Yeah, yeah, I believe. I'm not 100% certain, but that's the. Uh, you know, uh, imagine, imagine that. It's like he, he died in a prison cell because some, somebody wanted his money, right? Like, what'd they do for him? Nothing. Yeah. That's the thing, you know. And, and, and the, the government uses his software too. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, why can't that guy get a walk? Can't you know? It just it blows my mind the violence committed in the name of taxes, right? So. Yeah. But in other news, go back to some good stuff. Okay. El Salvador. We are going to do an up update. I'm going to keep track of these guys pretty evidently. El Salvador has given $30 worth of Bitcoin to their citizens for all their tax-paying citizens. That's good news. It's good to hear. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen a, the podcast, What Bitcoin Did? No. No? Well, I recommend you check it out sometime. This is, uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Uh, 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 shit, I forget his name. What the hell is his name? You don't know his name, Spike? It's up on the left, Peter I think. McCormick. Peter, Peter McCormick. McCormick. Yep. Peter McCormick. He's a, he's a English guy. He's from the UK. 
Uh, he's kind of like us, you know what I mean? Uh, bit, uh, he, well, he's kind of a Bitcoin maxi, I think, a little bit. Uh, but he, he he got first famous for like turning like uh, ten fifteen thousand dollars into well over a million dollars with crypto, and then lost it all, <laughs> and then kind of come back. Well, anyway, he did an interview with uh, the president of El Salvador, which uh, I'm not going to try to say his name because I'll just butch it. And uh, I recommend people listen to it. You know, right. It's an hour long interview and I listened to the whole thing and I don't hear uh, evil tyrant that's trying to corrupt everything and steal American dollars. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I think he's just a normal guy that sees Bitcoin kind of like the way we do. And, and like we said for a long time, I think third world countries are going to benefit the most at first. And I've been saying that for years. Right. And yet here we are. The first ones are going to step, you know, hats off to them because they're the first ones. And, and, and he asked him, well, what's going to happen if it fails? And he's like, well, the current system that we're in right now is failing. So why not try something else? And right. if it doesn't work, we'll go back. I mean, we'll just go back. And 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 they act like uh, uh, you said you heard something about the government. He had the army in there forcing people to right. vote a specific way. I do not see that or get that. Like Mr. Steve Hanking, his smear campaign about fucking this is from the evil corruption of uh, I mean, just hearing him say them words, you know where the evil corruption is. It's with people like Mr. Hankey. That's where the fucking, you know, the, the suppressing people are. This guy here, they don't, I mean, they're giving away 100, I think it works out to like $160 million, which doesn't sound like a lot to the U.S. trillion dollar printing shit, but that's a lot in El Salvador and they're giving it to just to help people get alongside and you don't have to have it. You don't have to use it. It's going to run alongside the U S dollar for now. And they're just going to see. And if you're, so if you're a consumer or a customer and you go into the store, you have the choice of using the Bitcoin or using the U S dollar. And on the other side, if you're the storefront or whatever, you have the choice of, Except you have to accept either, but you have the right to immediately turn that Bitcoin into U.S. dollars. You know what I mean? So they're not forcing anybody to make a particular decision the way the rest of the world's painting them. So I'm going to be watching them close. I, I, I hope it works out. And if it does, you know, the only issues that I've seen from this interview and stuff like that, if there are issues coming, they're going to be like technical issues because because I heard other YouTubers and stuff like that, that I follow that a Bitcoin transaction, you know, it, 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 it takes like $10 and they're giving them $30 to, you know, in one transaction, you buy a, uh, again, with the cup of coffee thing. See, isn't this where Jack Mallers comes in though? Because was, isn't he's, so he's the, the dude from strike. Right. And from what I'm understanding, you can use strike and have like lower fees and maybe I'm wrong on that, but I heard that somewhere. So maybe, They'll implement strike somehow so that people can have lower fees. Yeah, well, that uh, same thing with the Lightning Network, and that's what strike is. You know what I mean? Right. That's 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 uh, uh, webbed into there. Someone. It's really really technical and stuff, and more technical than I could uh, provide answers for. But 
that's where it's kind of like just well let's just see what happens you know what i mean right uh, we'll see i hope it works and if it doesn't uh maybe they lean more into other kinds of cryptos you know right. I mean? maybe bitcoin cash is the answer or or you know or something else that's backed by bitcoin some sort of stable right. the volatility is you know another question they have about it but, but we'll see you know that 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 brings up the question will there ever be a currency that's backed by bitcoin you know like could the El Salvador, whatever it is, dollar, be backed by Bitcoin? I'm sure it could be. They could figure out a way to do it. Well, well, what I think is funny is that like people like that Hanky guy and all that shit and other people that want to smear the Bitcoin, they talk about the volatility or it's so volatile or whatever. Well, I could tell you how to like stop it from being quite so fucking volatile is stop the fucking short trade. Right. You know, and the leverage trading. Right. You know, I, I know that I did that. I, I messed around with it and whatever, but I'm not doing it no more. And, and I did it with like 3X or whatever. But still, I think same thing with the stock markets and all that stuff. If they can short something or you can leverage trade it or have futures, you can manipulate it. And right. they know that. And so doesn't uh, Steve Hankey and people like that because they're, they went to school and got tons of money, hell of a lot more intelligent than I am. But I know you can do it, and I can show you how. You know, right. you go on BitMEX and cryptos, fucking way off the fucking charts. So, talk about this on BitMEX, you can like hundred x leverage trade. You know, really? and you're on a centralized fucking exchange. Uh, you know, uh, where they could see, they can clearly see. Oh, we're seventy percent leveraged to the up. Or, or where, you know, it looks like uh, about 60% of the people are short. Okay, well, we'll buy. And you just absolutely wreck the whole fucking market. It's just low-hanging fruit for them. Why wouldn't they do it? Yeah. That, that's why they're, they're not going to. And they know that. And then they come up with this bullshit with, well, we got to do like that Robin Hood shit and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Wow, we got to stop this nonsense because these people don't understand. We're just doing it to protect you. Right. And them same fucking people that are saying that shit are the ones that are pulling this bullshit. You know? Yeah. And I'm not fucking brilliant. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, uh, I'm not Elon Musk. I'm, I'm not, but all you got to do, it's not hard to see it's not complicated to see and, and and these people know that they know that they clearly know that you know whoever the they is that we always talk about they're freaking out right well uh, with the in the long run yeah bitcoin is kind of I, I I do believe that 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 is but the problem with bitcoin just like you're kooky eye guy that you talk about what the hell's his name the, the the big short the hell's his oh, name? Uh, uh mike burry mike burry he's another guy he gets it his problem is not with bitcoin he understands the shorts and the longs right. of it that's how they manipulate it so people just think oh bitcoin evil scary no can't have nothing to do with that it's not you can't manipulate bitcoin you can't manipulate the blockchain specifically but 
soon as they start making paper Bitcoin, fake Bitcoin futures, right. and allow these fucking idiots to leverage trade, you know what I mean? Then then they can force it whichever direction you want, you know? Right. And the people that get fucked are are the small people. The little people guy. like these guys. Like the, this country right here. Yeah. But if this country does it, and then Paraguay does it, maybe Panama, Guatemala, hell, maybe even get in Mexico. I even heard rumors about Canada bringing it up in conversation. Really? Imagine that. Old fucking Biden's going to piss his fucking diaper. <laughs> Shit like that starts happening. So, we'll see. you know, the, the one more thing, we'll move on to the next part. You know, I wonder how much of this Bitcoin that's being issued by El Salvador is just going to be lost because folks won't use it. You know, I hope I hope that there's a whole lot of education on how to use it so that Bitcoin doesn't go by the wayside. But if it does go by the wayside, everybody else's Bitcoin becomes worth more. So, yeah, unfortunately, you know, I I hope that they're doing a good job with that. And this guy seems to be on par. I mean, I, I agreed with. 90% 90% of everything that he said, he, he, he talked about the, the IMF not, uh, not jiving with what they're doing and uh, not recommending it, but they, they're not going to offer help as far as technical side of it or education or providing tech people to help set this up. But right. uh, according to him, he don't need it. He's got plenty of really smart people that are all over it, and they're pretty excited about it. And they're not just there. He says you got plenty of people. He's even got more people reaching out from all over the world saying, hey, how can I help? I I really know this stuff, and I'd be more than willing to help you for free. I say good for El Salvador. We'll see what happens, man. Uh, I'm rooting for him. I'm paying attention. I'm watching. All right. Should we talk about Ethereum? Oh, yeah. Good Lord. huh? Ethereum. There's a company called Fireblocks. Fireblocks CEO. Well, for people that don't. There's a. Well, just a few months ago, that would have been well over $100 million. But there are $75 million worth of Ether that is lost with a company named Fireblocks. And uh, this leading institutional crypto service provider is accused of losing $75 million worth of Ether by its client. And they custody crypto and stake it and stuff like that. It's based out of Switzerland. And uh, as a result, the Israel-based Fireblocks is being sued for alleged negligence, according to documents filed by uh, a district court this week. Earlier reports claim the Fireblocks failed to back up half of the key holding on behalf of Stakehound needed to access 38,178 staked Ethereum. And basically what happened, I I listened to a a couple of different news articles about it. It's basically what comes down is the private keys. That's it. That was it. You know what I mean? That one side's like, well, yeah, we got half of it. And the other side's got half and you come together and make a whole key. and, And then apparently neither one of them had their halves. Oopsie. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, you know, it's, it's ridiculous, but I mean, this, this kind of goes to show that we're still in the early days of this, you know, like there has to be 
like some sort of FDIC insurance or, you know, insurance, whenever this happens, yeah, where we can figure stuff like this out, you know? Well, there's a few, there's just another reason why you should uh, take care of your own stuff. Yeah. I mean, if, uh, if I had 38,178 Ethereum that I was staking, you bet your ass. I know what the hell that yeah. <laughs> private key was. And this is the problem with, with uh, handing it over to uh a third party is it it doesn't mean quite as much to them you know what i mean this right. is somebody that just, that just works there i'm sure is how it fell through the cracks and that money's probably not worth that much to them you know right so well basically what this means is that's that's thirty-eight thousand one hundred seventy-eight eth that's gone. gone that's gone that's not uh you're never gonna have access to it again ever that's kind of stuck in purgatory and the blockchain purgatory is just going to float there forever it's crazy isn't it yeah and heartbreaking too for the people you know especially if it's people that work hard to get that yeah yeah all right mike cut out again or what what's that mike oh i thought he was napping what the hell get your face right into it boy yeah closer uh barely barely and in other news like whispering this is another one yeah yeah he's quiet we're having technical difficulties here folks always something (laughs) uh this one here there's two brothers that are missing after claiming 3.6 billion in bitcoin was stolen by hackers they claimed that it was stolen by hackers the brothers from South Africa investment platform uh, AfterCrypt are nowhere to be found after they claimed 69,000 Bitcoins were stolen. That apparently, is. it looks like possibly they done it. Isn't that crazy? Where, where do you go after stealing that many? Like, where do you have you want? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, investors are livid after two brothers, Amir Kaji and Rahi Kaji. I hope I said that right. Allegedly disappeared in an alleged hack that saw Bitcoin worth nearly four billion at the time go missing, and what could be considered one of the largest crypto scams of all time by dollar value. Uh, the news reported by Bloomberg, by the way, uh, comes just after months of eloquent in the South Africa crypto investment platform run by these two brothers. Uh, reported being hacked in April in an email that was sent on April 13th to the clients. Uh, Chief Operating Officer Amir Kaji explained uh, that the platform will be halting off for, uh, uh, operations after the system breach compromised to an unspecific amount of clients. Crypto wallets investments uh, implored clients not to involve law enforcement because that's never fishy when somebody says that. Hmm. Said, Investigators, as it could, could only delay the recovery of a process of their funds, which they said could already take a substantial amount of time. Uh, the Bitcoin had reached uh, $63,478 per Bitcoin just the day before. So these guys hit the market right at the top wow. and did a giant rug pull, man. Wow. Ah. You know, how does that conversation start? It's like, hey, brother, um, have you seen the price of Bitcoin? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you feel like going to work tomorrow? No. No. You? No. What do you want to do instead? <laughs> Anything we want. Yeah. 
That's Paul John McAfee. I'm going to buy a yacht and buy some firearms and go party. And the cocaine. <laughs> and the hookers. Yeah. Skeptical investors soon hired a law firm, Hakeem Attorneys, to investigate, and the firm has so far been unable to find the two brothers. Uh, good luck. I'm sure eventually they'll find them. Whether or not they can get the crypto back is... Uh, um, I think uh, I think if this thing really does take off, I think waterboarding is going to come back. <laughs> really, you know what I mean? Because the only way to get it back out of these guys is to get the damn keys from them. Yeah. And can't. Well, and, and you know what? Here's the other thing. Like, if they find them, who knows if they'll actually be alive when, when they find them, right? Because number one, they're not going to want to pay the piper. Number two, the piper might pay them, you know? Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. What else we got, Jim? Coin Gecko. Check the market real quick. We're back up to thirty-two thousand. We're down nine percent for the for the week. Up one point six for the for the day. Uh, polka dot. Dogecoin took a beating, huh? Good. <laughs> Bitcoin Cash down. Where else we go? Where's my book? Where's my? Uh, it should be around 17, I think. Oh, yeah. Theta, theta down 26%. This is the time, man. Telling you. What about Shiba Inu? You buying any of that? Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu. Nobody can say it right. I mean, the last time that the market like went crazy, I mean, that's when. Like this next cycle that comes around, we're really gonna be paying attention, you know, because it's the bullshit that pops off right at the end. Right. And that's when you know everybody and every trailer park and taxi driver and you know what I mean. Everybody's like, "Oh, dudes to the moon!" Yeah, yeah. I mean, come rocket. We got <laughs> they're investing in shit that doesn't make sense, and that's a sign. And uh, the Steve Hankies of the world are like, yep. And they, you know, we all know what happens next. I, I have a buddy at work who is very, he's very into Cosmos. He was doing some trading for a while. He's, I consider him to be probably one of the more educated people that I talk to about crypto, you know, that I work nice. with. And his, his wife keeps giving him grief because somebody that she works with made like a million bucks on Doge or something. And she's like, why didn't you buy some of that Dogecoin? And it's like, come on. Like, you just don't know. You know, there are things that make sense and there are things that don't make sense. Doge has never made sense. You don't know, but I guarantee the person that has that Doge that she's talking about, it's very, 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 very rare that they know to get the hell out when they should. And they've probably seen it go all the way up to 60, 70,000. And then they want to go all the way back down to two, three, four thousand. Right. Yeah. That's ninety something percent of the people. You know, I work with a couple. I work with some guy. I kind of I. That's when I kind of got a little bit frustrated with the whole Elon thing because I watched this little uh, uh, guy at work uh, talked about Doge and and uh, and when he got invested into it, and then he tried to explain to his sister. He's like, "You're gonna buy these magic beans, and <laughs> they're magic beans, and you're gonna buy it." <laughs> And apparently his sister got in at like 70, I think it was 70 cents around the dot or whatever. 
And uh, I explained to him, he, you know, he's like, well, what, but what if it did what Bitcoin did or whatever? And again, I, I feel like a broken record. I'm, I'm constantly trying to help these people understand the difference. You know, right. I'm not saying that you can't get rich off Doge. I'm not saying that you can't whatever. But what you need to understand is, you know, what I mean, that Doge is never gonna be a fifty thousand or whatever the hell Bitcoin's yeah. at right now, thirty thousand something dollars a coin. You know, I mean, you got like, by the numbers, it'll probably never even be like a hundred a coin, will it? No, well. I mean, unless there was a some sort of weird, yeah, yeah. I, I hundred dollars a coin that'd be trillions, like sixty, seventy trillion dollars. That have to completely dominate the market. Yeah, okay. I mean, the world, everybody in the world would uh, have everything invested in Doge at that point, and even then, it's still a deflationary thing because you're adding ten thousand coins every minute. Right. Bitcoin has this limit supply at 21 million and we're at 900 every 10 minutes. Big difference between 900 every 10 minutes, 10,000 every minute. And right. then every four years, that 900 gets divided in half. So the next halving, it'll be 450 every 10 minutes. And then we go through that whole four-year cycle and then you get that pop because you just demand is still going up and then you cut the supply in half it's exactly what it is you know uh doge i i changed my opinion a little bit because uh of the mark cuban guy when he right. said uh, inflation defined i was like hmm i never thought of it like that and he's right because you have no goddamn idea how many U.S. dollars are printed. They print as many as they want, and they can fill them in the back and whatever. At least Doge, you know, ten thousand every minute. Right. The bigger that pool is, the less of the that ten thousand is going to have an effect on that. You know what I mean? If you have, uh, if you got five thousand in your bank account and there's ten thousand that's added to the, you're like, whoa, you know what I mean? Your account. Yeah. <laughs> if you have five billion in your account and somebody just put ten thousand dollars into it you probably wouldn't even notice you know so that's the theory behind that but i'll stop rambling all right what else do we have i think that's we're... it out of me man all right well we thank you all for tuning in um we want you to check us out on twitter uh, matt is the right wing frenchman yeah jim, jim is crypto misfits or crypto whack pack uh Chris, crypto misfits uh at crypto whack back yes. okay and i am the agorist cat farmer um <laughs> so check us out i'm sure we'll try to start a little bit of trouble this week and uh troll some people and maybe yeah. uh, tweet some things that we shouldn't so stay tuned um we also want you to use our voyager code mehsr8 when you use that and when you sign up for voyager you get 25 dollars, and we get 25 dollars after you spend a certain amount um, we usually give that back to you guys. We haven't had anybody use it in a while because nobody's listening, but maybe you will. And maybe you will. And maybe you can get that $25 back and get 50 So anyway, um, check us out on Spotify. Check us out on YouTube. We are the Crypto Whack Pack, hopefully on more platforms soon. We will see you folks next week. Like, subscribe, smash the like button, right? That's right. Smash it. Later, bud.